Well, good morning, everybody, and it's a great joy to be with you this morning to celebrate this all-school mass in the middle of, towards the end, I guess, of Catholic Schools Week, which is a celebration of Catholic schools all over the United States during this week, and it's always a week that's uh, filled with all kinds of activities and really an opportunity for us to celebrate the gift of Catholic education. I know a lot of you guys have been going to Catholic schools since uh, kindergarten. And so uh, I was a public school kid, so I never had this privilege because I converted to the Catholic faith when I was in college, but I've always had a great fascination with Catholic schools. And now as a priest and as a bishop, I'm able to really you know, celebrate it from within. And so this is a great opportunity to, um, to celebrate uh, the gift of Catholic education. The reason why we have Catholic education is very simply Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the center of our life. As John Paul II would say, Jesus Christ is the answer to the question that is every human person. Jesus Christ has the key to unlock every mystery, every challenge, every problem, and open the door to lives filled with meaning, purpose, and eternity. He's everything. That's why we have Catholic schools. And the gospel today is very appropriate because it's the Great Commissioning, right? Jesus is sending out the apostles on mission. That's also why we have Catholic schools, so that we can send you guys out when you leave. Where are the seniors? Raise your hands. So as you guys are sort of on the step on the way out, still got to finish this semester and pass, but you guys are on the way out, so you're to take what you've had for these last how many years and make a difference in the world, just like Jesus told the disciples today, to go out two by two, maybe more than that, to go out and put into action what you've learned, what you've witnessed, what you've seen, what you've heard, what you've experienced, in your years of Catholic education. Catholic education is much more than information transfer. It's transformation. It's much more than information transfer. It's transformation. Transformation of the whole person. A computer, a robot, can transfer information. But only an encounter can cause transformation. So that's why these years of Catholic education are all about transformation. Transformation of, transformation of your minds, transformation of your hearts, transformation of your souls, your memories, your imaginations, your bodies. Everything transformed and restored for Christ, as your beautiful motto says. To restore all things, especially us, to restore all things in Christ. We're also in the midst of this Eucharistic revival. And it's been great because I've been all around the diocese so far this week. Started actually at the Newman Center for the Feast of St. Thomas Aquinas, where we packed it out with college students. And it was the end of 40 hours devotion. And um, the students you know, celebrated their great feast day. And then on Monday, I was at Aquinas High School in uh, David City. Yesterday I was down at Sacred Heart, Falls City. Tomorrow I'll be in Hastings, St. Cecilia's. 
having Eucharistic processions, just like we just did. And why did we do that? And why did we just do what we did? Did you guys think about that? Kneeling in front of your locker? You know, why are we doing this? Why is the bishop carrying the Blessed Sacrament through the hallways of our school? What does that mean? Well, I want to take you back to St. Thomas Aquinas. On Sunday, Father Kevin Dyer, who's the National Spiritual Director for FOCUS, preached a beautiful homily. And you know the patron saint of homilists is St. Dismas, Father Eckridge tells me, the good thief. So it's okay to steal somebody else's homily. And he was reminding us that St. Thomas asked that question. Is the Eucharist the most important sacrament? Did you guys ever ask that? Is the Holy Eucharist the most important sacrament? And he goes through this whole thing in the Summa Theologica. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's baptism, because baptism is the first sacrament. Or maybe it's marriage, because without marriage, you can't propagate the human race. Goes through all these counter-arguments. But then he makes this beautiful distinction. And think about this. The Eucharist, all the other six sacraments, confer grace. Now, we know what grace is. Grace is a share in the life of God. So all the six other sacraments, they confer grace to share in the life of God. But only the Eucharist gives us God himself. Only the Eucharist do we receive Jesus himself. Yes, grace, but Jesus. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. Jesus said, this is my body. This is my blood. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. So the Eucharist gives us Jesus himself. Really, truly present. Body, blood, soul, and divinity in the little consecrated host inside that little monstrance. That's different than the other six sacraments, right? And his presence remains, even after Mass. It's not just a symbol. I mean, it'd be kind of weird if we went around, let's say, for confirmation, and we took the oil, the chrism oil, and we have processions through the hallway you know, with the chrism oil. I mean, that might be kind of nice for confirmation, but it's, it's not what we do for the Eucharist or water from baptism. The Eucharist is different. That's why we have Eucharistic processions. That's why we have adoration. And I'm told that the Restore program here on Wednesday nights, and I've been trying to go, Scotty Sullivan's been trying to get it on my calendar to come, has really grown. And you spend a lot of time in adoration because it's Jesus. And Eucharistic adoration leads to encounter with a person, encountering Jesus, because that's really at the heart of transformation. We cannot be transformed unless we encounter Jesus. We encounter Jesus in the Eucharist. We encounter Jesus in his word. We encounter Jesus in each other. We see Jesus. That's why those testimonies at Restore are so important. You know, as we have these speakers come and talk about their faith, that's a real encounter. See Jesus alive living in another person. And so that's why Eucharistic adoration is so important. It creates that 
environment of encounter, encounter with the risen Lord. Because we believe he's really truly there, right? It's not just a symbol. And that's why we're having the Eucharistic revival throughout the nation, is that many people think that the Eucharist is only a symbol. It's not really Jesus. It's just a sign or a symbol. And that's not true. And that's maybe why a lot of people quit going to Mass. Because if it's a symbol, like Flannery O'Connor said, if it's just a symbol, then to hell with it. Pardon my French. But that was Flannery O'Connor, the great author, said that. If it's just a symbol, well, then big deal. But if it's not a symbol, if it's truly Jesus, then let's take him through the hallways. Let's take him out into the streets. Let's take him across the country like the National Eucharistic Procession is going to do this May and June, starting at Four Corners, California, Connecticut, the Canadian border and the Mexican border, bringing the Blessed Sacrament in a procession with a monstrance, just like we did from those Four Corners, meeting in Indianapolis on July 17th for the National Eucharistic Congress. That's going to have an impact on our country. And you guys can participate because it's going to go right through the middle of Nebraska. North Platte, Lexington, Grand Island, Donovan, Hastings, Seward, Lincoln, Omaha. And then up to Des Moines, down to Kansas City, St. Louis, and to Indianapolis. So we'll be advertising where you can join. Because the Franciscan friars, you know, the CFRs who've been here to Pius, they're going to be the custodians of the Blessed Sacrament. So they're, they're commissioning, you know, I think 50 of these these friars to be with the Blessed Sacrament, to accompany the Blessed Sacrament. And a bunch of young people who are going to travel, take two months out of their life to travel with our Lord across the country. That's why we have Eucharistic processions, because we believe that this is truly Jesus. And when we take the Blessed Sacrament through our school, we're claiming the school for Christ. We're claiming pious for Jesus. And we're going through the classrooms, not just in the chapel, but in the gymnasium and in the hallways and in the classrooms. Because all of our subjects speak of Jesus. We don't just learn about Jesus in theology, as good as our, our teachers are, our priests and sisters who teach and lay, lay faithful. That's important. But you meet Jesus in other classrooms as well, in biology and math, where you learn sequence and equation. And in, you know, studying material reality, which is created by God, the fingerprints of God are in the, crea in the created reality that you study, whether it be physics or biology. So Jesus permeates through every subject and every topic, literature, history, social sciences, all of those things. Christ is in all of those things. And so that's why we take the Blessed Sacrament through the hallways to say Jesus reigns here in everything on the basketball court, football field, in the locker room, in the bathrooms, everywhere, Jesus reigns. And that's what we do when we take the Blessed Sacrament around and we say, Jesus, this is your school. We're claiming it for you and we're holding you up. Let me just end with a little question or a little story. And again, this is from Father Dyer. He talked about, he's a Jesuit, and he was, uh, during the pandemic, he was talking about how we sort of lost the Blessed Sacrament, the Eucharist, for a while, right? Remember, remember the churches were closed? People couldn't go to Mass? It was a terrible time. It was a terrible time for our country, terrible time for 
My mother died during the pandemic of COVID. So we lost a lot of people. But also, we had this very strange thing that happened where we locked the doors of our church. Now, I'm not going to talk about why or if we should have or shouldn't have, but we, we, we were panicking. Nobody knew. We saw too many apocalyptic movies thinking this was the end of the world. And so what we do, we locked it up. And during the pandemic, Father Dyer talks about he was in downtown New Orleans celebrating Mass by himself privately each day in the Jesuit chapel on the second floor of the Jesuit residence in downtown New Orleans. And there was a bus stop across the street. And he talked about in the morning he'd be celebrating Mass and there would be a man there standing on the bus stop waiting to catch the bus, knowing that Father was celebrating Mass. He could see Father through the window. Father didn't know who this was, but he was saying Mass privately by himself, and when he would elevate the host, the man could see up on the second floor across the street that it was the consecration, and the man would kneel. People were walking by like, what is this crazy guy doing, and who is he looking at up there? And then when Father would give the final blessing, he would make the sign of the cross. He'd stand up, and he'd get on the bus and go off to where he was going. That man had faith. He knew that that was Jesus. Even though he was two floors up on a building across the street, and he missed Jesus. He longed for Jesus in his heart because we were going through this terrible, dark time where we couldn't receive communion. We, we could watch it on TV or live stream, but it's not the same. It's not the real encounter with Jesus. And when Father Dyer told that story on Sunday, could, Newman Center was packed, college students. You could hear a pen drop. And I think everybody realized, wow, the whole, this is a gift. We can never take it for granted. So any way we can celebrate it and thank the Lord for the gift of the Eucharist, which is the source and summit of our faith, as the Second Vatican Council calls it. And I would say Catholic, the Eucharist is the source and summit of Catholic education because it's Jesus Christ. So anytime we celebrate it like today, we thank the Lord for the gift of himself. He said, I will not leave you orphans. I will be with you to the end of time. And he is with us. He's here. And so let us thank him for being here, and let us ask him to transform us in our hearts so that we can go out like the gospel tells us and to do the things that Jesus did. So they went off, preached, preached repentance. They drove out demons. They anointed with oil. They cured the sick, and they taught the faith. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.